Welcome to Hema's podcast. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about what leadership means. Let's get started. Being a leader at work comes with a lot of responsibilities. What sets up a great leader from others is the understanding of helping their team to succeed. Other people are running their team like they are the warden or big bosses. Instead, they should learn what they could do to bring out the best and to empower each and every one. As we are looking at home, we can improve our lives as leaders. We should be able to switch the way we are leading. Being honest and authentic helps us to have a view of where we are, even though it might not be easy to realize we are on the wrong path. At least we can change the path we are on. When we are working in a corporate world, we might have affinity with some co-workers while having a hard time to connect with others. We need to stay open to communicate with everyone. We never know who has the answer to an issue we are trying to course correct. When we are open to truthfully leading a team while allowing them to express themselves, we are opening the door to miracles. We are allowing people to blossom and succeed. It doesn't mean we have to be their friend, but when we can mentor them so they can achieve their goals. We are living in a time of uncertainty. Having great mindful leaders is what separates a great company to work from an average one. When we are leaders, we are becoming the spark that will inspire others. As a leader, we need to be open and accountable for our own mistakes. We need to be open to change course when it's appropriate. Recognizing our own mistakes helps to show the human side of us, but also it shows accountability to the team. Often people will not be willing to accept their own mistake. Instead, they will deflect them onto others. So let's talk about leadership because I talked about a lot of self-improvement and what we should be doing in our lives, meaning being more spiritual, leading with our spirit and an open heart, not the ego. When we are being part of leadership, when we are there to guide a team or lead a team and um, in our work, we are often lost in a world of the ego, in a world of the illusion that I'm going to climb the corporate ladder when I am 20, by 30, I'm going to be VP. So I'm between that decade, I'm going to just cry to crush over his head. I'm not even trying to build a team. I just think about myself. It's all about me. It's all about my ego. It's all about what I can do and how high can I go. You can go as fast as you want and as high as you want. The problem is if you're not doing it in a more meaningful way and building up your team, then you will be surprised when people walk away from you and you end up on your flat on your face. Leading a team doesn't mean we have to be best friends. We have to get coffee. We have to uh, see each other outside of work. It means being able to sit down, 
see everybody else's spirit, connect with everyone, and empower everyone. Not only the few that you feel like you have more affinity to it. You have to be able to give them the rent so they can do a project fully. Especially when you give opportunity to people to be accountable and said, you know, that's you, let's start the project, I'll let you run it, see how it goes. If I feel it is not correct or we need to modify something, then I will step in. When you act this way instead of micromanaging, you empower people to do their best. You empower them to do the extra steps. A lot of people will do the base minimum because they don't feel appreciated. They're only here because they need a paycheck, basically, and they have no interest on empowering the team to succeed. Being in a leadership position, it's being human as well. We can be leaders, but we are human. This means I'm accountable for my mistake, for my decision. Let's say if somebody gives me the wrong information as uh, in a team, then I am accountable for it. If somebody says something back, don't realize that it was a mistake, I take that mistake on me, not on a team. I will, however, have a conversation later, later on with the team and let them know, hey guys, we got hit by this because there is this, this and that, how it happened, let's go figure it out and I don't want this to happen again, so let's fix it and learn from it. But you don't have to run like you're the warden. You don't have to run like you're the big boss and everybody has to walk on the eggshell because you feel that your ego is telling you that you're superior to everyone. Because in reality, you're not. Your title is your title. You don't take your title when you cross over. You can maybe have a job and maybe tomorrow you can lose your job. You never know what will happen in your life. But as a leader, you can inspire others. You can take the time to empower everybody. That's what it's all about. Empowering people. Making sure that when we are working together, your voice is heard quite often. People don't let others who might have a solution or the beginning of a solution or something that will help us to finish a project to speak because they don't like those people, because you don't feel you're connecting with them. You should not do this. You should let people talk. How often have you been um, pushed around or aside of a project because the person who's leading the project doesn't like you at all? How many of you have done that too as a leader? Ignored others just because they annoy you for some unknown reason or they're always complaining or something is not quite right. When we sit down in meetings, brainstorming means opening up and come up with ideas. You never know which idea is going to stick and the one who are not. But by empowering people, you allow them to basically connect and create a space and a work environment that is open for everyone. Everybody with different personality can convey and bring something great. Being a mentor for everyone is being able to Listen. Listen what people have to say. It's not one way, it's two way. 
it's great when you have people giving you feedback, not at the year-end, but feedback during the year on a few things that have been done. Maybe there is something within your team or organization that is not working. How can we fix that? Instead, then put it under the rug and hoping that it will get lost somewhere and nobody's going to talk about it. As we are moving forward, leadership is there to inspire, not to put somebody else's down and keep them down because we don't want them to evolve because we don't like them at all or we're not compatible or that person is way too smart and I feel threatened because most of the time leadership has a tendency to be so ego-centered that somebody who's smarter than them, who knows war subject matters becomes an enemy because they will outshine that person. We need to be open as a great leader to empower not only at work, but at home. At home, we are the leaders. We are the ones who teach our children good and wrong. We are the one who taught them matters and etiquette. We are the one who set the course for them. And from there, they're going to learn. Learn from their outer condition. Learn from us. And they're going to start to reproduce what we have done. Or they're going to be empowered by us to co-create, to let their imagination run, to let them discover what they can do. You have children who have started their own little company on the side and they are successful at it, like 10, 11 years old kids who can do so much things because they're being empowered by their parents and they are not afraid or stopping them or cutting their wings because, oh my God, this is not what I was expecting. I want my child to be a lawyer or a doctor, but mine is just doing some baking. Well, guess what? If your child is inspired by doing this, let them be, let them express themselves. It's being able to see people, see their spirits, see who they truly are. A leader is not somebody who sets order and traumatizes everybody around the block. A leader is somebody who ignites that fire in us, wanted to do extra walking on waters, being inspired, being inspired that will trigger changes. We need to be able as leaders to welcome changes, welcome crazy ideas that maybe are not possible for the moment, maybe two to three to four years down the road will be possible. It is wonderful when you embrace not only the people you're working with or at home, the people you love at home, but embrace who you truly are. Being accountable, looking at yourself in the mirror and just be honest. I know honesty is one of the worst things ever too. Being authentic is not that easy because sometimes you want to wear a mask and fake it because you get people around you that are not that great at leading and you're just biting your tongue to just say something to them because the project they're working on is not functioning right. Something is a problem, but they're so focused on themselves, then they're forgetting that. They don't care. They just want to look good. Because if I look good at the ear end, maybe I get promoted. Maybe I get my bonus. Maybe I get this. Maybe I get that. Maybe I'm being like, I'm going to be more known around the block. 
people who are capable to do their work and deliver are the ones who are more known than the ones who are just shiny and have a title. You have to be grounded. You have to understand how things work and not being afraid, not feel threatened because you got somebody next to you who is a subject matter. Actually, you should empower that person and partner with that person so you can get things done right. Leading the team, letting people do what they're supposed to do, embracing everybody. So as a leader right now, with what was going, what is going on right now, we need to be able to, to do the same. We need to be able to, as far away than we are from each other's, empower each other to continue what we're doing. We cannot spend our time to deflect our own mistakes on others. And some leaders are very good at it. Some, you will go into the um, meetings and you feel like, well, he's deflecting everything wrong on everyone because guess what? It's all their fault. Well, no, you're the one leading, so you're the one accountable for it. If people are not doing what they're supposed to or ask you to cross correct something and you refuse to do it, you're accountable for it. You need to make sure that your team goes in the right direction. Be honest and admit, yeah, we totally screwed up here. I took the wrong turn. Let's switch. There is not a sense of feeling ashamed because you failed. Failure is not, um, how we call it, the end of the world. It's a life lesson. It's a journey. What did I learn from it? Let's move on. Let's figure it out. How can we course correct where we are to achieve our goals instead of going into a panic mode screaming yelling blaming and traumatizing everybody around the block and nobody wants to help having an open door policy because a lot of people say well i have an open door blah blah well yeah the door is not as open than we want it to be except for your buddies over there your little circle of friends being, having an open door is being able to hear people, understanding where they're coming from. You don't have to agree with them. I did it on numerous occasions when I sat down with people. I agree to disagree. It did not turn into a fight. I just said it and I said, this is my way to say it too. For the record, I don't agree where we're going because this, this and that. But again, it is your call. It is your choice. You decide. But just wanted to state it this. A lot of people are, by, are surprised by that. Some don't like it. Some do. Because at least you're honest. You say what you got to say for the record and then you move on. You don't need to hold grudges. And many times I've seen people who were going in the wrong direction, didn't want to listen a word. What I had to say, I smile. I'm like, okay, well, you know what? You're going in the wrong direction, but I'm going to continue what I'm doing because I will see your stuff doesn't work. So that doesn't mean I'm going to screw up everything I'm doing. And then they were coming back later on. The tail between their legs is like, ah, I, we got it wrong. I got it wrong for this, this and that. And you're like, okay, okay. So what do we do? Oh, we reverted to what I said at the beginning. Okay. Anything else? No. And they would leave and I smile. I'm like, yep, I knew it. So let it be. But it's being a true leader, being accountable when you fell down, being accountable when you take the wrong decision, being accountable not only for your success, but for the struggle to go through, being accountable to recognize people and everybody, not only your little circle that you like, 
but everybody, even the one on the corner that is always disgruntled but doing their job, but always speak up because they have to say something or they're frustrated, being able to stop to lie and tell the truth. Being authentic will win more people than being fake. Trying to play the warden because you think it's how our team is run, it's not going to bring you the people. You're going to lose the best people you've got. I've seen too many leaders losing great people because of the way they were acting, because of the way they thought they were leading. A leader is not somebody who should be bullying everybody around the block or thinking that because I have a title, I am entitled to um, treat you lord and dirt. No, it's not. A title doesn't make a person. A person makes who they are. You could have the biggest title in your company. It doesn't mean you're that great. It doesn't mean I'm going to respect you or disrespect you. It means nothing. I used to say, and I continue to say that, that when uh, working in corporate, I treat people equally from the CEO, president to the cleaning person. Because to me, everybody is equal. And that pisses off a lot of people. But for me, I treat you the same way I want you to treat me. And I've got more things done by doing it this way than thinking I was superior to. So we need to be able to understand that. We need to be able to shift and connect with a lot of people. I have a story. Somebody says something to me years ago, and it was quite interesting as I come back here. I, was, I worked in different areas in one of the companies I was working uh, as a consulting person. And somebody made a comment to me, said, well, you're using people and you don't talk to them anymore afterwards. And I said to life, I'm like, I'm sorry, what? I'm like, no, no, no. I'm working with different people because I do different projects. I'm not circling around a lot of people, the same people, because I work with everybody within a company. Now I talk to everybody, but we're so busy that I'm not going to spend my time when everybody misses their deadline or so busy than having a cup of tea. But I found it interesting when somebody made that comment. I'm like, no, I'm bringing the team together. When you work on a project, you don't bring the entire company in. You're going to bring a portion of, of the people that you need. And you bring the subject matter expert. You're not going to bring somebody from accounting if you're working in the IT world to fix a software. You're going to be working with the analysts. You're going to be working with the programmers. You're going to be working with everybody that is tied to it. Then when you switch um, projects that can maybe be commissions, then you're going to be working with finance. You're going to be working with commission. You're going to work with compensation. Team, so you work with different groups, but you need to navigate that and you need to be empowering others to do the same. Working with different people and someone's there, you know, I want to have that need to lead. I let them lead a portion that is necessary and see how they're doing. And sometimes they're not doing well because it's not their forte. So I will revert them to what they can do best and give them the opportunity to still working on new things they want to so they can learn. But I will have the subject matter by their side so they can be quote unquote trained and learn how to. 
This is the key. Knowledge is not blocking people to communicate and share ideas. Knowledge is sharing, is teaching others so they can pick up what you've got and make it even better. Deliver it in a way that is successful for everyone. Leadership comes with a lot of responsibilities and we need to be reminded. Being humble, be authentic and being honest. Those are the keys. Leadership will only succeed if you live your life through your spirit. If you do it through your ego, then this will not be as successful as you want because you turn to be a tyrant and nobody wants to deal with somebody who has a Napoleon complex. Seriously. So, this was our podcast for today. A little bit different than the one that we usually do, but I think leaderships need to be reminded what we are accountable for. And it's a subject that could talk for hours and hours, but this is very important and key that a leader is somebody who is not only human, but accountable and recognize when mistakes were done, not trying to put them under the rug and ignore them. It's a key. Because how many leaders that I met, they lie through their teeth and said everything is fine and you would scratch the surface and see the horrors and nothing was working. Too many of those. Be authentic, be honest, and you will bring the best out of people. So on our next podcast, we are going to be talking about uh, riding the storms. We're going back into the world of challenges of uh, where we are right now with the ego world again, our favorite topic the ego world and how can we um, go in our lives when we go into uncharted territory and face our own challenges so this will be our next podcast if you have any comments or would like to schedule an appointment with me you can go on www.edgintuitive.com otherwise i want to say hello to everybody around the world thank you so much for listening my to my podcast i wish everybody to be healthy uh, safe i will talk to you later thank you all my love bye now 